Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Wednesday, October 11th, and we start with local news. The downtown Columbia parking garage, located next to Columbia Police Department on North Main Street, is being prepped for renovations later this year. John Morrison of Morrison Engineering presented the project to Columbia City Council earlier this month, which included details of its timeline and how the updates will improve the facility, which originally dates back to the late 1830s. Our scope of work for this parking garage is basically a lot of waterproofing, with a polyurethane traffic coating on approximately two-thirds of the garage, everything that is basically elevated, Morrison said. It will create good traction for traffic going up the ramps and prevent any water intrusion. Underneath that coating, we'll have to clear out any caulking joints since everything has deteriorated pretty far in the garage currently, he said. The contractor for the project is N&S Waterproofing, of which the $675,790 bid contract will appear as part of the council's consent agenda this week for approval. The garage will also receive a heavy-duty pressure wash cleaning, as well as a new paint job in rejuvenating areas of the top level, which Morrison said has begun to flake off in parts due to moisture accumulation over time. The brick, especially on the east side of the garage, is flaking off on the surfaces and we are losing horizontal bank joints, he said. We'll have to replace those and after that repair is done, we'll come back with a waterproofing clear coat all over the brick surfaces to prevent moisture from coming in that way, he said. Steel services, including drain pipes, fencing, and other structural barriers will also be recoated to prevent further deterioration. Once the main bulk of the renovations are complete, the garage will then be restriped as it is today. The project is also estimated to add 7 to 10 years of life to the building, depending on its usage. As long as the police department and city employees aren't doing burnouts on the traffic coating, you should be able to exceed that timeline pretty easily, just based on how much I've seen the garage used, and it's not a heavy trafficked area, Morrison said. After that time, you would just have to put another top coat over it to protect what's below, and you wouldn't have to go through this extensive repair and remediation again, he said. City manager Tony Massey asked how long Morrison estimates the project would take to complete, at which he said 120 days, per the bid contract. However, if there are no weather delays, it could be closer to 75 to 80 days. The goal, he said, is to start by November 1st. There is one small caveat to that, which is the state of Tennessee. There is a document about how many weather days you might anticipate in a certain month, and we're getting into those months that have a lot of weather days, Morrison said. Between the beginning of November and the end of February, there are 51 anticipated weather days, and so 75 days and 51 weather days delay days puts us at over the 120-day project goal, he said. One of the main concerns expressed by the council members was how the project would affect city employees who utilize the parking garage, police vehicles, and other downtown drivers. Morrison said the parking garage will have to be shut down during the project's duration, primarily due to access needed by workers as well as safety. We need to get everybody and everything out of the parking garage so we can push through to get this completed, Morrison said. Along with that, a plan is being developed to commandeer the parking lot between the garage and city hall. It also gives our workers the ability to store dumpsters and try and keep the area clean, he said. Massey added that Columbia Police Department will still utilize the garage as needed, as well as those with parking stall leases using the 17 spots located on the first floor. 
Public Works is going to stripe the old parking lot on East 6th Street across from the Fuzzy Duck, and that will pick up about 30 spaces for city employees to park, Massey said. The police department is also going to install a guard shack at the entrance to the garage, and our parking attendants will be regulating anyone coming in and out to make sure it's folks that we designate it for. But due to those 69 parking spaces being temporarily not available, we're going to relax the three-hour enforcement downtown during the duration of this project, so folks can still park downtown without worrying about getting a ticket, he said. The City of Columbia is inviting professional artists to submit their qualifications for the creation of public sculpture installations to be permanently displayed outdoors in the Columbia Arts District and in historic downtown Columbia. These public sculptures serve to inspire further development of the arts, culture, and tourism in Columbia. Copies of the solicitation are available at 700 North Garden Street in Columbia or by contacting the purchasing agent at 931-560-1580. Sealed qualifications are due no later than 2 p.m. on Monday, November 6th. Join Columbia Fire and Rescue for Fire Safety Day this Friday. It's taking place on October 13th from 1 to 5 p.m. at the Firefighters Park located at 1000 South Garden Street in Columbia. There will be free popcorn, fire truck tours, fire extinguisher training, and more. Madeline Gold Amos, a specialist in family medicine, has joined the staff at Murray Regional Medical Group's Lewisburg Family Practice. Amos received her master's and bachelor's degrees in nursing from Middle Tennessee State University in Murfreesboro. In both programs, she graduated at the top of her class. Prior to joining Lewisburg Family Practice, Amos worked as a registered nurse for five years. She has cared for patients of all ages and conditions with extensive experience caring for children with complex medical needs. The Lewisburg native says she is excited to join Lewisburg Family Practice and care for patients in her hometown. Lewisburg Family Practice is a full-service family medicine practice that offers wellness exams, chronic disease management, and care for injuries and illnesses. The practice offers both walk-in care and scheduled appointments. At Lewisburg Family Practice, Amos joins Dr. Conti Nara, Dr. Timothy Nash, Dr. Charles Cantieri, family nurse practitioners Jessica Boshears, Mason Douglas, and Brandy Miller, and physician's assistant Sarah Kersey. Lewisburg Family Practice is located at 1090 North Ellington Parkway, Suite 102 in Lewisburg. Hours are Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. For more information, call 931-359-0019 or visit www.murrayregional.com forward slash Lewisburg Family. Tourism is the second largest industry in Tennessee and proves to be a significant economic driver, according to the newly released data from Tennessee Economics. Tourism spending in Murray County has increased all across the board, with visitor spending trends being up 16% from $109.6 million in 2021 to $126.8 million in 2022. Tourism activities in Murray County supported an impressive $220.2 million in business sales in 2022. The increase in tourism spending not only contributes to the county's economic growth, but also underscores the importance of the tourism sector as a key driver of prosperity for the local community. Columbia Mayor Chaz Mulder stated, I am so pleased, but not surprised, to see visitor spending trends and tourism activity with yet another year-over-year increase in Murray County. We 
Yep. It plays a key role in the success of these numbers for Murray County, which brings in much-needed revenue to our city and to our county as a whole. We all have a role to play in promoting all of the good things that occur in Murray County, and we are doing our part to do just that here in Columbia, he said. The tourism and hospitality sector contribute to a diverse and robust job market. One and a half percent of jobs in Murray County are directly sustained by visitor spending. This highlights the employment opportunities that the tourism and hospitality sector create for residents. Additionally, visitors to Murray County are also directly contributed $12.8 million in state and local taxes. This translates to approximately $331 in tax savings for every household in the county. These tax revenues support vital community services, infrastructure development, and local initiatives, ultimately benefiting all residents. Tennessee tourism generated $29 billion in indirect visitor spending and saw 141 million visitors in 2022. The latest figures reveal that tourism-related activities have had a substantial impact on the county's economy, benefiting local businesses, job growth, and tax revenues. These numbers not only emphasize the economic significance of tourism and hospitality in Murray County, but also underline its role in improving the quality of life for its residents. The positive impacts extend beyond economic benefits to include the preservation of cultural heritage, promotion of local businesses, and enhancement of the overall community experience. For more information on Tennessee tourism economic impact, visit www.tn.gov forward slash tourism. Join the Murray County Republican Party for their annual Reagan Day Dinner, which will take place October 14th at 5.30 p.m. at the Ridley 4-H Center, located at 850 Lyon Parkway in Columbia. This year's keynote speakers are Congressman Wesley Hunt of the 38th District of Texas and Andy Ogles of Tennessee's 5th Congressional District. You can learn more and buy tickets at www.murraytngop.com. Columbia State Community College will host the STEM Within Reach event in effort to promote and encourage young people's knowledge and access to science, technology, engineering, and math careers on October 21st at the Columbia campus. STEM Within Reach is a wonderful outreach event in our nine-county service region, said Ryan Badeau, Columbia State Educational Services Coordinator for the Williamson Campus and Associate Professor of Physics. This one-day program is a fast-paced and exciting showcase of STEM fields and career opportunities for 6th to 8th grade students who may not be aware of such trajectories. Columbia State is interested in attracting the next generation of scientists, engineers, computer programmers, and doctors. The possibilities are endless when young minds are introduced to various STEM concepts and innovations, he said. STEM Within Reach is a one-day STEM forum open to all 6th, 7th, and 8th graders that will offer interactive, hands-on activities, as well as encourage early student success in STEM, provide awareness of STEM careers available in Tennessee, and promote the scientific and technological understanding of the fields. The workshops at STEM Within Reach are designed to teach middle school students about the different opportunities in STEM-related careers as they begin to think about their futures. Stations will be set up around campus for the students to observe and participate, while Columbia State faculty and guest presenters guide them through an interactive hands-on experience. Topics include animal science, astronomy, biology, chemistry, engineering, math, technology, and more. 
From anatomical dissections to nitrogen chambers, young participants will exist in a safe environment to think outside the box and perhaps step out of their comfort zone to experience new ideas and learn more about their interests and passions within the world of STEM, said Andrew Wright, Columbia State Assistant Vice President of Faculty, Curriculum, and Programs. Event participants will also meet and interact with external professionals from companies like Altium Cells, General Motors, Landmark Ceramics, Boeing, and more. Parents and teachers are also invited to stay and attend the adult session, which will provide insight on how to encourage and guide young students in STEM classes and careers. STEM Within Reach will demonstrate to parents how their children can have rewarding and high-paying careers in a variety of STEM fields. The event will take place from 8.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Wayman L. Hickman Building on the Columbia campus. There is a $40 registration fee with limited financial assistance opportunities available via the scholarship application made possible thanks to lead sponsor, the Tennessee Valley Authority. Seating is limited. For more information or to register, visit www.columbiastate.edu forward slash stem dash within dash reach. During the month of October, the Murray County Public Library will host a symposium on the different aspects of the Duck River. The Duck River's 284 miles flow through seven Middle Tennessee counties and is the longest river in the United States that is contained entirely in one state. National Geographic has stated that the Duck River is one of the most biodiverse rivers in the world. 50 species of freshwater mussels and 151 different fish species make the Duck River their home. On October 17th at 6 p.m., Doug Murphy, Executive Director of Duck River Agency, and Jonathan Harden, Interim President and CEO of Columbia Power and Water Systems, will discuss water conservation as it relates to Murray and neighboring counties. Amanda Rosenbarger, Ph.D., will be speaking about the variety of freshwater life in the Duck River at 6 p.m. on October 24th. There will also be a display featuring different aspects of the river. TWRA has made fishing equipment sets available at the library for those 16 and under. A door prize of a float trip on the duck will be drawn at each program. The South Central Extension team will be conducting a farmland legacy workshop. The two-night workshop will be held October 17th and October 19th from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Southern Tennessee Higher Education Center, located at 169 Southern Tennessee Lane in Lawrenceburg. Farmland Legacy Workshops are designed primarily to assist farm families with estate planning, to provide for an orderly succession of farm properties, and maintain family farms for future generations. However, the classes are open to anyone interested in estate planning. Qualified experts, including estate planning attorneys, extension specialists, and other professionals, will conduct the workshop. The cost for the program is $25 per person or $40 per couple, and meals will be provided both nights. Participants will also receive a workbook and publications to help them get started in estate planning. For more information and to register, contact the UT Extension office at 931-762-5506 or visit tiny.utk.edu forward slash farmland legacy workshop. 
The South Central Extension team will be hosting a Women in Ag conference on October 14th at the Middle Tennessee Research and Education Center in Spring Hill. The event will feature livestock and horticulture tracks, as well as several general sessions. A catered meal will be provided to those who register early. The fee for the conference is $30. If there's an issue with payment or someone would like to pay in person, please contact Amanda Mathenia at the Perry County Extension Office at a. Matheny, that's A-M-A-T-H-E-N-I at U-T-K dot E-D-U. Or direct dial 931-589-6785. The registration link is tiny.utk.edu forward slash cultivate 2023. And now your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Mr. William Edward Harris. 85, a retired employee of Monsanto Chemical Company in Seleucia and a resident of Columbia, died Saturday, October 7th at Murray Regional Medical Center. A graveside service for Mr. Harris will be conducted on Thursday at 2.30 p.m. at Polk Memorial Gardens. The family will visit with friends on Thursday from 12 to 2 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home, serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help, gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer. And why the way you feel has always been so important to Susie and Tony Sowell. When people come here, I hope they feel like they're working with a person who's just like family. And by the time they leave here, I hope they feel like they're a part of our family. What I like most is when a family is leaving, they can say thanks. You made something we thought would be hard easier than we thought it would be. Not that we made it easy, we made it easier. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors. 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern Middle Tennessee weather, we will have generally cloudy weather today with a high of 77 degrees. Winds will be out of the south-southeast at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, we can expect partly cloudy skies and a low of 52. Winds will be light and variable. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Family first. (laughs) My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance... Our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see shelter agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. 
For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Scalpel. Scalpel. Tweezers. Tweezers. Ham sandwich. Ham what? Sandwich. I was going to eat lunch when I got my oil changed earlier, but take five is so fast I didn't have time. But, sir, you can't eat during surgery. Eh, one bite won't hurt. Whoops. Uh, Napkin. Napkin! At Take 5, your oil change is faster than you think. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. Deciding what your next home will look like, cost in construction, or timing can be intimidating. At The Wave Realty, our licensed general contractors help take the fear out of home building by walking you through the step-by-step process of estimating the cost and designing the look that you desire. You can even stay in your house until your new house is finished. Do you have a family farm or a piece of land you would like to build on? Our prices start at $195 a square foot and include brick and nice finishes. Come by our office and see what we can do for you at 800 Hatcher Lane in Columbia or call us at Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7. This program is sponsored in part by George Vrelis and the great team at The Way Realty. I'm Tom Price. And now news from across the state. Republicans in Tennessee's congressional delegation are calling for the Biden administration to act swiftly and strongly to provide weapons and aid to Israel as it defends against an unprecedented deadly attack from Hamas over the weekend. 
Palestinian Islamist group Hamas, a U.S. State Department-designated terror organization, launched its surprise attack on Israel Saturday, killing nearly 1,200 Israelis and wounding more than 2,000. Videos posted online of the violence depict civilian women and children dragged by their hair into cars, bodies of victims killed at a rave in southern Israel, and at bus stops, and a Holocaust survivor being taken hostage. At least 11 Americans were killed in the attacks, according to a statement from the White House on Monday, and more may be hostages. Israel formally declared war on Hamas Sunday, countering with a deadly bombing campaign which has killed more than 500 civilians in Gaza, including including many children. Hamas claims it has taken more than 100 hostages, including some Israeli army personnel. On Monday, the group announced that it would begin killing hostages one by one on live broadcast whenever Israeli strikes hit Gaza civilians without warning. Led by U.S. Senator Marsha Blackburn, nine of the ten Republicans in Tennessee's delegation sent a letter to President Joe Biden on Sunday, calling for the U.S. to provide weapons to Israel as it engages in self-defense. We urge this administration to support Israel however possible, including by providing any and all weapons and munitions necessary, and to punish the terrorists who did this, along with those who aid them, the delegation wrote. Co-signers of the bill include U.S. Senator Bill Haggerty and U.S. Representatives Diana Harshbarger, Tim Burchett, Chuck Fleischman, Scott Desjardins, Andy Ogles, John Rose, and Mark Green, all Tennessee Republicans. U.S. Representative David Kustoff of Germantown, U.S. Representative Steve Cohen, did not sign the letter. Cohen, who serves as dean of the Tennessee U.S. House delegation, said that he was never asked to sign on to the letter and had not seen a copy before it was released. In a statement Saturday, he denounced the attack. The footage coming out of Israel is abhorrent. It is undeniable that Hamas is engaged in terrorism. They are kidnapping and murdering civilians, Cohen shared in a tweet. Israel's enemies should know that America's support for the Jewish people is unwavering. We will support our allies now and always, he said. In the letter Sunday, members assigned blame to the Biden administration for helping to fund the Hamas attack in Israel, a close ally of the United States in the Middle East. Last month, the United States approved the release of $6 billion in sanctioned funds to Iran amid negotiations over a U.S.-Iran prisoner swap meant to be spent on humanitarian efforts. A spokesman for Hamas's military wing has said that the group received both weapons and financial support from Iran for the surprise attacks. Some reports have also indicated that military equipment and arms left behind during the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan are now in Gaza under Hamas control. Senator Blackburn and others in the delegation have called for the U.S. to freeze the $6 billion in sanctions relief. The failures of this administration on the world stage have no doubt emboldened those who would wish America and our allies harm, the delegation wrote. The world needs American leadership, and this administration has left a void that the new axis of evil and terrorist groups like Hamas have already begun exploiting. The State Department has condemned the attack, will provide munitions to Israel, and ordered U.S. military ships and aircraft closer to Israel as a show of support. The U.S. contributes about $3 billion in military aid to Israel every year. There's never any justification for terrorism. We stand in solidarity with the government and people of Israel and extend our condolences for the Israeli lives lost in these attacks, Secretary of State Antony Blinken said in a statement on Saturday. The United States supports Israel's right to defend itself. Delegation members are offering aid to any Tennesseans seeking assistance with the U.S. Embassy in Israel.
Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. The Powerball jackpot is left unclaimed once again after Monday night's drawing and has now hit the second highest lottery jackpot in history. Monday night's drawing for $1.55 billion with an estimated cash value of $679.8 million came and went with still no winner, pushing the jackpot to an estimated $1.73 billion, making it the second largest jackpot in lottery history just behind the $2.04 billion ticket sold in California in November of 2022. The last Powerball jackpot winner was in July and hit for $1.08 billion. The next drawing for the Powerball jackpot is tonight, Wednesday, October 11th. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on Kennedy Broadcasting WKOM WKRM Radio. If you ever miss a part or all of this broadcast, you can listen to it anytime or read the transcript online by visiting frontporchradiotn.com. It's always there for you. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.